on today's show. In a bombshell of a move, Ford fires its CEO. GM lowered the cost of making the Bolt EV more than expected. And why Kia and Hyundai took a completely different approach in designing a hybrid. All that and more coming right up on AutoLine Daily. This is AutoLine Daily, the show for enthusiasts of the automotive industry. And in a stunning move this morning, the Ford Motor Company fired its CEO, Mark Fields, and replaced him with Jim Hackett, the executive who was running Smart Mobility LLC, Ford's subsidiary that was created a year ago to get the company into mobility services. Rumors had swirled around Detroit since last fall that the board of directors was not happy with Fields. The company's stock is down 40% since Fields took over as CEO, even though the S&P 500 rose 30% during that time. Ford's sales and revenue stalled out over the last three years, while profits yo-yoed up and down. Jim Hackett, who's 62 years old, sat on the company board until he was asked to take over Ford Mobility LLC. He was previously the CEO of Steelcase, the furniture company that he's credited with revitalizing over a 30-year career. He also served as interim director of the University of Michigan's athletic program and is credited with bringing Jim Harbaugh in as football coach, which completely revitalized that program. Clearly, the Ford board is looking for someone who can revitalize the company. Ford also promoted Joe Henricks to run all global operations for the company, He's currently in charge of operations for the Americas. And Jim Farley, who's currently in charge of Ford's European operations, is being promoted to handle all sales and marketing globally for the company, including the Lincoln brand. Ford is also letting its vice president of corporate communications go. Ray Day is being replaced by his second in command, Mark Truby. Here's my Autoline Insight. This is a bold but somewhat disconcerting move. It's unclear how a new CEO could revitalize sales of passenger cars or accelerate the company's move into autonomy and mobility. But with the big drop in the stock price, the board needed to do something to show that it was taking action. Mr. Hackett will be under pressure to show quick results, and all of this will be watched very carefully at General Motors. Its stock is down about 15% since Mary Barra took over. We'll be back with more right after this. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone Tires, your journey, our passion. Dow Automotive Systems, advanced materials that deliver better results. And by Lear, a global leader in automotive seating and electrical systems. There's a lot of debate over whether or not electric cars will catch on with consumers, but a new report from UBS shows it could happen sooner than we expect. UBS commissioned Monroe & Associates to tear down a Chevy Bolt to get insight into where EVs are headed, and the findings are pretty interesting. The researchers found that the EV powertrain is about $4,600 cheaper to make than they previously thought, but they estimate that GM currently loses $7,400 on every Bolt that it sells. However, by 2025, they expect GM to turn a $6,000 profit on each Bolt. And based on their findings with the Bolt, the researchers estimate that the break-even point for the Tesla Model 3 is about $41,000. Electric vehicles are estimated to have cost parity with internal combustion engines, 
in the 2023 timeframe. And because of this, UBS raised its 2025 EV sales forecast 50% to 14.2 million vehicles, and that's about 14% of global car sales. There's a couple of good pieces of news in diesel land today. FCA is filing for diesel certification on its 2017 Jeep Grand Cherokees and Ram 1500s. The engines come with updated emission software calibrations, which the automaker believes will resolve its issues with the EPA and the California Air Resources Board. If the certification goes through, FCA hopes to apply the same software fix to other vehicles, including 2014 through 2016, Grand Cherokees, and Ram pickups. And Volkswagen dealers can't seem to keep repaired two-liter TDI vehicles on their lots. The Detroit Free Press reports they're selling like hotcakes. One dealer in the Detroit area says phones have been ringing off the hook and that each vehicle they had has received at least five offers. There were about 11,000 unsold vehicles sitting on dealer lots across the country when Volkswagen was given permission to start selling diesels again in April. But those who are interested in them better move quick because once they're gone, they're gone. Volkswagen will not be selling more new diesels in the U.S. market. Almost all hybrids use a CVT transmission, but not the Kia Nero or Hyundai Ioniq, and we'll explain why coming up next. Whether it's on television, online, or through social media, AutoLine knows how to effectively get your marketing message to the people you want to reach. Contact Stacy Eman today. Most hybrids use a continuously variable transmission, but a lot of people don't like the way that a CVT drives. So Hyundai and Kia took a different approach. On last week's AutoLine After Hours, Steve Kozowski, the National Manager of Strategic and Business Intelligence, at Kia Motors America explained why they went a different way with a different kind of transmission. A couple things uh, drove that decision. One is efficiency. So um, the DCT is innately, what, five, six, seven percent more efficient than like a planetary automatic. That was one, but it feels different. And if you were to just step back and say, what are some key words that apply to us? ECVT, mushy, sloppy, soupy. And if you look at a DCT, it's crisp. Uh, engaged, um, sporty. And one of the things we also... But bad launch. <laughs> <laughs> well, it takes some very careful software and tuning to get right. that right. But the launch also is enhanced with the electric motor. Mm -hmm. So that's... Well, that's what I'm getting at. You yeah. sort of... It, I've driven, you know, the Ionic, and that's what so much impressed me about the car, mm -hmm. is even though CVTs are making great progress, mm -hmm. they, they still have issues, let's that's put right. it that way. The approach that you guys have taken does not have that mushiness, and you don't have the launch problems with the DCT. That's right. Yeah, so you take the torque converter out, and then on a, on a normal car without a torque converter, you got nothing until you hit, until it comes on cam, so to speak, right? Mm -hmm. But with the electric motor there, you have instant torque from zero RPM, so that fills in where you don't have the displacement or the torque converter to, to, to provide the torque down low. So that, that really works well. To learn more about Hyundai's and Kia's other vehicles, you can watch that entire discussion right now on Autoline.tv or look for it on our YouTube channel. But that's it for today's show. Thanks for watching and please join us again tomorrow.